Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Carol Ganawa, your Married for Life coach, and you are listening to One Flesh for Life. I thank everybody for joining me on October 16th to hear the anniversary special that I had. Thank you for all, all of you who supported that podcast. I really appreciate it. Tonight, I have a fresh new, brand new episode for you, and it's dealing with the fourth pillar and the fourth warning sign that your marriage is on the verge of divorce. I have a COVID for you to help introduce this new topic, and I hope you will listen carefully because this COVID, which is a mini version of story time, it will help you to understand better what this episode is going to be all about. So listen carefully. This is the COVID for tonight. This is the mini version of story time. It's called Rover's Plight. Rover is a large brown cocker spaniel. He arrived at the Bennington's home two years ago from a homeless shelter for animals. And he has been enjoying his time at the Bennington ever since he came. However, Recently, the Benitez noticed that Rover started itching every time all over for at least five to ten minutes every time he's finished eating. So they decided to change his dog food because the one that they had bought before, they noticed that's when it all started. So now they decided to buy him a new kind of dog food. However, the problem got worse. Rover began to eat the cloth off the living room and everything he could find around the house. When he got hungry, he would eat all the paper Ken left on the kitchen table after work. He also ate the tablecloth hanging on the fridge door and he even ate Mary's handkerchief that her mom had left her when she had passed away 10 years ago. Ken, said Mary, what is wrong with Rover? He is just gotten so worse since you changed his dog food. Yeah, I noticed that too, sighed Ken. I will have to take him to the veterinarian in the morning. I really appreciate that. Mary remarked. I hope there is something that can be done. I am tired of him eating everything in this house. Yes, dear. I will take him as soon as I can in the morning. Upon arrival at the veterinarian's office, Ken and Mary found out that Rover's strange behavior was a result of his iron deficiency. The veterinarian doctor ordered a hundred chewable tablets for Rover to take twice a day during the week. So he instructed the Bennington family to give Rover two tablets to be taken twice a day every week. And that's what they decided to do there on the end. 
The moral of this story? When you are lacking essentials in your life, you will crave for it. Tonight, I'm talking about the fourth period and the fourth warning sign that your marriage is heading to divorce. The fourth warning is your lusting after the desires of your flesh. What is the difference between lusting and desire? When I have a desire for something, it's completely different from when I have a lusting for something. Let me give you an example. If I go um if I go out on the street and I feel for some pizza, I just desire some pizza. I might see the pizza store like the CC's pizza or Little Caesar's pizza and I and if I desire it I might go in or I might not depending on my desire. If the desire is low, that means I just have just a vague desire for it I can go past the Little Caesars or the CC's pizza place and not not be bothered by it it won't bother me but if I have a craving for it if I really really I'm desiring if I have a tense desire for the pizza it's not going to pass me by if I see Domino's, if whichever pizza place I see, the first one I see, I'm going to stop there. Because I don't just have a desire for it. I have an intense craving for it. That's the difference between a desire and lust. When you lust after something, it means that you have an intense desire for it. You have an intense craving for it, just like Rover did. He had a craving for things to eat. He was just eating crazily anything he could, his mouth could get to. And it was because he had a deficiency in his body. And that's how he handled his deficiency. It caused him to be uncontrolled in his appetite for food, anything he could get to. So that's a craving. So he was lusting after the desire of his flesh. This is the fourth warning sign that your marriage is headed to divorce. When you have an intense desire and a craving for something or someone. Let me break it home to you. How many of you can remember when you were, before you got saved, you loved going into the bars. You loved going to parties and drinking and having social drinks or occasional drink every once in a while. And then before you know it, you're not going to attend the Alcoholics Anonymous class because you want to get over your drinking problem. You were lusting after alcohol. You couldn't stop wanting it. You could not stop desiring alcohol. Now you're an alcoholic. That's the difference between a desire and lust. When you lust for something, it's an intense desire for it. And when you have an intense desire for someone, that leads to what the Bible calls 
that's the instructional manual, adultery in your heart. I know what that is because I was guilty of it. I don't know if you've been guilty of it, but I know I was guilty of it. It started out because when my husband had left to go to to go to Africa to work on a project, that's how we first became separated. I was missing him, of course. I I'm used to having my husband around. We we I'm used to having someone in my life to go out with, to spend time with, to have fun in bed with. Now I don't have that person anymore. So there was now like a void in my life. I don't have the person that I used to have. So I started visiting my neighbors and I started getting close to someone. I had to ask God for help. I had to cry out for help. If you want to know more details of this story, then pick up a copy of my book. I share more details about it and like I said this led to me having the adultery in my heart I'm guilty of it this was an intense desire for someone else and I thank God that he delivered me from it that's my example what about you can you relate to this Have you been wandering off, lusting because your wife is no longer giving you any pleasure in bed? Have you have you lost the feeling of what it would it is like when your wife used to be able to be attractive to you? She used to She used to dress beautifully. Now she's not even paying attention to how she dress anymore. Have you noticed that? And all of a sudden, you sneak out after work, you pick up the porn porn magazine and you're looking through it. You never used to do this, but all of a sudden the desire is there and lately you just can't seem to put it down. Every chance you get off of work or church or whatever you have to pick up that book. Before you know it, you're watching porn movies. Before you know it, you're watching porn videos. You're now having a craving to see beautiful women whether it's on television or whether it's in a book, it doesn't matter. You have this uncontrollable desire to see women naked, nude in a magazine or on TV because you have a deficiency. You're missing something. You're missing what you used to have. But this can lead to divorce. So you want to use the financial pillar to help you overcome this fourth warning sign which is an intense desire to satisfy our flesh are you following what i'm saying i hope you are 
because this will lead you down the path of divorce and you don't want that let me start with the men men you have to be the provider for your home the instructional manual says in 1st Timothy 5 verse 8 and this is the pillar that you need to use in order to take care of the craving to remove cravings out of your life not just you but also your wife you must be the provider of your home the instructional manual is clear the man is the provider of the family first timothy 5 8 tells us that if you cannot provide for your family you are worse than a heathen wifey do not allow your hobby to get away with this responsibility Jesus laid, laid the clear foundation, especially in Genesis 3.19, where he gave Adam the command that from the sweat of your bow, you will make bread. Clearly distinguishing the man as the provider for the family. Now, don't get me wrong. The husband should be the breadwinner. And that's what the scripture says of the family, not the wife. But if you both agree, to put your incomes together and accommodate to accommodate your financial needs in the family that's a different story that's a different matter as long as you're in agreement and you feel led that that's what God wants you to do so be it but let me remind you that the responsibility to provide for the family is given to the husband husband have you forgotten that you are the head of the household and God has put you in charge of being the financial CEO of your family therefore don't take this responsibility lightly watch where your money is going are you more concerned with getting the latest car rather than providing for your home and meeting the needs of your wife and your children if you have any are you more concerned with spending a large portion of your paycheck to purchase lottery tickets so you can win the lottery and get a lot of money rather than invest this into your wife and children if you feel like your wife is not as attractive as she as she used to be when you first met her then use your money set aside some of that money to buy her the beautiful clothes that you want to see her in set aside some money to buy her that lovely lingerie that you want her to look sexy in set aside that money and don't forget, if you don't spend the money to take care of the needs in the home, then there's going to be deficiency. Then there's going to be a void. Be careful. If you find yourself focus a lot of your spending on yourself and your needs and what you desire, then you are lusting after the desires of your flesh. You having a craving for the desire of your flesh. When was the last time? You set aside some money to take your wife out on a vacation. A nice little vacation. Just you and her. You dated her before and you spent a lot of time doing that. What about now? Think about that. Don't forget, we don't want any of your wife's need not to be met. That would be the first warning sign. Remember that? Now I'll turn to wifey's. Wifey, are you spending your income 
on clothing and shoes rather than focusing on your health and your well-being? Remember, the financial pillar is the pillar that will help you meet deficiencies. It will take care of deficiencies that you may have in your own life. And if you are deficient in something, if you are deficient in anything, including your physical well-being, including your emotional and mental well-being, you are going to have cravings. When your emotional and mental well-being is drained, that means it is deficient of joy and peace, you are going to get depressed. And then you might have to take depression medication. You understand what I'm saying? If your body is deficient in vitamins or minerals, then your body is going to be broken down. Your body might break down and you might end up with diseases such as hypertension, diabetes. And for me, I didn't know it. I started be craving for sleep. I was so tired at night. I felt like I couldn't sleep. What was I lacking in? I didn't know it. My body was lacking in iron. And that's why I didn't feel like I was getting enough sleep. My body was craving for sleep because I was lacking in iron. And I ended up with colorectal cancer. Use your money wisely. Set aside some money to take care of you. Make sure you're taking enough vitamins and putting enough minerals in your body. Set your money aside to make sure that you give yourself a date sometimes just relax take some time out from work from school whatever the children and just set aside some special time for yourself you might want to do some yoga classes you might want to do some meditation classes whatever whatever it is that will help you stay emotionally mentally physically fit you don't want to be deficient use your finances to make sure that your body, your health, and your mental well-being is in check. Because if you're not, you're going to have cravings. Did you have cigarette cravings? Are you one of those who have cigarette cravings? Your body is craving, your body is craving for, for cigarettes because of something. Maybe it's a loss of your family member. Maybe it's because you... You don't have enough money in your account. Maybe it's because the bills are overwhelming. There is something that you are deficient in while you are craving that cigarette. There is something that is missing in your life while you are craving alcohol. There is something missing in your life while you are craving so much. Go to the flesh mentor. Remember, he's your leader. You should ask him to lead you so that he will help you not to have these cravings. That's your leader. That's who you should have as your leader. That's the third pillar. And don't forget the very last one. God promised us that if we give him the portion that is due unto him, we will not lack any money. Malachi 3, 8 through 11 in the instructional manual tells us, that we should set aside 10% of our income unto God. That's our tithe and offering. Do you want to always have your financial tank filled? Do you always want to have an overflow of money coming in from 
anywhere and everywhere, then prove God. Tithe. Set aside your tithes. Set aside your offering. Hobbies and wives, I'm talking to both of you. You must set aside your tithe and offering if you want God to fill your storehouse so that there will not be enough room for you to receive of it. Tithing is very important. This is the your guarantee that your finances will continue to increase. That your financial blessings will continue to overflow and abound to you. Set aside the money for tithing and offering and hobbies since you are the head of the home since God has called you to be the head and the chief executive officer over the finances be sure and set aside that tithe money for God if you do not want to be lacking in any needs in your household God has made you a steward over the finances financial pillar is the key to eliminating cravings in your marriage this can help you to overcome any craving in your life are you are you the hobby that you just can't seem to let go off of women are you having a craving for other women do you find yourself flirting women you just have a craving You just can't seem to let go. There is something missing in your wife while you're craving other women. Something is missing. And I recommend that you hire the flesh mature, a.k.a. the spirit of truth, a.k.a. the one sent by God to comfort and bring healing restoration and deliverance to you i suggest that you hire him to help you with the third pillar which is your leadership so that you can have control over these kinds of cravings he will reveal to you what is it that you're struggling with i'm carol ganoa your married for life coach And don't forget, you never have to experience divorce ever again. God put the two of you together to be one flesh for life. God bless. Hi, everyone. I'm back. It's Carol Kanoa. I have a fleshy for you and I know this is a juicy piece of fleshy and it will really really help you to help you to not be deficient in this area of your marriage that most people do not want to be deficient in and that is your finances. This fleshy is for you tonight to really sink in and cause it to soak in and eat it as many times as you want to. It's Malachi 3, 10 and 11. Jesus said, prove me in this that I will not pour out to you and fill your storehouse 
with so much that you will not have enough room to receive it. That is bringing our tithes and our offerings unto God. You want to have a lot of finances. You want to have enough money to pay your bills. Do you want to have enough money to buy that home that you so desire? Do you want to have enough money to spend on your wifey or your hobby? Then set aside the tithe to God. Set aside that portion to God of your finances, of your increase. And prove God. He said to prove him in this, that he will not fill your storehouse, that he will not make sure that you have enough money to take care of the bills, that you will not have enough money to take care of your own needs. Just prove him in this. This is your fleshy for tonight. I hope you will enjoy it. And don't forget, you never have to experience divorce ever again. God put the two of you together to be one flesh for life. God bless.